What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. Hey, guys, tonight we've got a really cool episode lined up. We've got some guests. Before I do introduce our guests, though, Mr. Jeff over here. Oh, AKA hi. Messiah Complex Cosplay. AKA. How are you, Jeff? I am wonderful. By the way, does everybody know what AKA stands for? What it means? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Good, good. I, there have been times in my life where I've run across people, they don't know what it means. Really? And I've heard, by the way, Ooh. I've heard someone go, Aka. And I was like, excuse me? Aka. <laughs> <laughs> or like Aka. And I'm like, no, 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 no. no. It's an no, acronym. It's an acronym. <laughs> yes. Also known as. Uh, I'm I'm super tired, but we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to cover today. And we have two guest with us i know it looks like we only have one but hey there's the other one right there, there. we go there, there we, we go. go yes uh we do have two wonderful guests joining us today we already have 19 chats in there holy smokes you guys unbelievable what's going on guys yeah hey, party people but look at this so, man we have noah joining us aka the freakish workshop who i was lucky enough to just actually do a photo project with recently that we still have not <laughs> quite seen the light of day yet so we're waiting to see that I, uh, I worked on it today i worked on it good. today that's cool yeah. and then uh, rejoining us again for i believe it's the third or even fourth time is our good friend michael my four times our good friend Michael Myers from Myers Grove Creations, also host of Monday Night Nerd every Monday um, night. Huh? Monday Night Nerd every Monday night, guys. Make sure you're checking that out after you're checking us out. Check out Michael and then just, you know, cross checking. Check everyone out. By the just way, we still out. haven't been on his show yet. We still haven't got, we've had him on four <laughs> times. We've not had one invite to his show. I, know, I haven't had right? any this guests. This is horseshit. I know, right? Here's your first three guests right here. <laughs> I know. Three guests. Best, it's not even sir. hard. We made the list for you. Listen, I'm a narcissist. I love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> well, we're in trouble. I mean, isn't that why we all got into cosplay? Is just attention, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The Freudian example. No. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Oh, there you go. Steve's got it right. He, he nailed, like, see, Groot is wisdom. Wisdom is Groot. Monday's for nerds. Thursday's for geeks. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That works for me. That works for me. Hey, guys, tonight we're going to be talking about the Cosplayer Survival Guide to Conventions. That's right. Uh, now, we're not going to write out a survival guide for you guys, but we are going to do those. We are going to talk about some tips and tricks, do's and don'ts, things to prep, things to look out for, you know, all that kind of jazz. Before we do get into this, though, because we are kind of a, you know, cosplay-based podcast, let's be honest. Most of what we do is talking to cosplay. Most of the people that watch us are cosplayers. If you are going to cons this year, we do have to mention that this whole uh, uh, um, the SAG AFTRA the, 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 the SAG AFTRA whole mess is potentially going to be affecting cons at this point. Um, TMZ released an article uh, talking did. about how a lot of the panels are pulling out. So anything that is is advertising a TV show or a movie. Or any of that type of stuff. They're all pulling out. So Marvel is pulling out. There isn't going to be no panel for Marvel at San Diego Comic-Con. A lot of the show reunion panels are getting canceled, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it's it's crazy to me how during the pre-show, Jeff, you were saying they're not even at the freaking table yet. Right? They're not even talking yet. And now... Yeah, well, no, 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 no. Sorry. So there are two separate entities on strike right now there so are the wga the writers have been on strike for some time they are not at the table there are no active negotiations going on right now so they're predicting that strike is going to last months more the sag after they have invited in a mediator to try to get this deal done before the deadline which actually i think was yesterday at midnight so my yeah. guess is that mm -hmm. didn't happen but at least there's active 
things happening with the actors strike. So SAG after guys is the actors, WGA is the writers. The writers have been on strike for some time now, and it looks like that's not going to get resolved anytime soon. The actors, who, by the way, a lot of them can't work when the writers aren't working. They can only do stuff that's already been written, and they can't Correct. improvise it. They can't change it. They can't do anything with it. Um, a lot of the actors are not working now either because a lot of shows and a lot of productions are on hold because you can't make changes on the fly. In most movies and television shows, that happens literally on a daily basis. So having said that, by the way, I just want to mention this really quickly. Have you guys seen the pictures of the Deadpool 3 set with Wolverine in the fucking yellow? Yes. Yep. It was worth every year. Of <laughs> I think I'm not I'm not alone in believing that, in my opinion. I think it was worth every minute of waiting. Yeah. Every little tease from from the Wolverine. Uh, you know, I think it was uh, all the concept art. I think it was a lot of Wolverine cosplayers at Fan Expo, I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. I've already been contacted by two different ones being like, can you bring your cable, please? We want to get some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how if you just listen to the fans, things work. Bonkers, right? And I mean, to Hugh's works, right? credit, I mean, Hugh's been doing it for so long. He's getting, he's in his 50s. He's talked about how hard it is for him to get into Wolverine shape anymore, which is yeah. basically why he gave up the role in the first place. But he's got an opportunity to do it with Ryan now in a, in a in a big giant playground MCU universe. So can I just so Andrew Saxon in the in the chat just said yellow Wolverine is cool, but he needs to lose the sleeves. I understand where you're coming at from that. However, if you talk if you go to the boys and you talk about Jensen Ackles getting in shape and then uh, I don't remember his name. The guy who plays Homelander is like just had muscles to the suit. Hugh Jackman, as you were saying, is at that age where I think I think he's going to need muscles in the suit. Uh, which is not a bad thing. This is just the way they they're able to do that. That way they don't have mm. to CG his arms. So this um, just came so out. I, to... Like I think it's completely defensible in my opinion. This just came out today. Actually, Hugh is very prone. If you watch him in interviews, you've seen him with band aids like on his nose and on his face. He's actually susceptible to melanoma, so he requested sleeves, oh, well, especially there while they were oh, shooting really? out in the desert, because he's susceptible to that. That's susceptible to skin cancer. So they put sleeves on the suit for him at his request. So. Again, even, I think I think in taking that away, I still think the 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 fake muscle thing at his age. Not that he can't get in shape, right? Like Logan, we saw him and he was jacked for that. Yeah, but I think it, like it's also been quite a few years since Logan, uh, and it doesn't. Yeah, look and the older you get, the it? harder it gets, man. Like exactly, it, it doesn't yeah. get it easier as you get older. Let's be honest here. Like so. Arnold's still jacked. He doesn't. He, he's not exactly like Predator or Last. You know, lacks action hero jacked anymore. He's still yeah. muscular and he's still Arnold has a bunch of implants. Yeah, well, there's that too. You know, so <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it it for sure gets tougher as you go. So I wouldn't be surprised if if that was part of the reason. Yeah, even Anyways, the cowl. <laughs> yeah, JS, get us back on track, buddy. I, I had to bring that up because it's all <laughs> over. The, those fair. those pictures are all over the place. Yeah, yeah, no problem at all. Um. How do you guys want to get started about this? Because for me, when I think about going to a convention, there are a number of different areas of focus to from between now and the convention. And that starts with what convention are you going to? For me, it starts with the planning stage. Actually, maybe we'll go down that route. Let me tell you what my point of focus is, and maybe we can start breaking them down as we go. Does that sound fair to you? Yeah. Yep. So for me, the areas that you do absolutely need to look at are planning, building and making. If you're building and making a costume, 
buying and booking tickets and hotels and Airbnbs and so on and so forth, prepping for the actual day at the con. So what you're going to be bringing the next day, packing your costumes, et cetera, et cetera. And at the con itself, things to think about, things that you should be bringing with you, things that you want to make sure you're doing, things you're not going to want to do, et cetera, et cetera. That sound like a good framework breakdown for you guys. People in the chat, by the way, if there are things that you think you want to add or we should be adding, just mention them and we'll make sure. Wayne's well, already got a list. Uh, yeah, well, let's say, guys. Here, I'm going I'm to throw some of them in here. So Wayne uh, Cuffey is saying, here's a survival rule. If you're going to a con, start saving money every purchase, sorry, every paycheck before the cons. This way, you don't have to worry uh, spending money, spending rent money at cons. Guys, if you're spending rent money, uh, don't. That's Dumb. that's that's super bad. Yeah. Uh, Wayne's survival tip number two: have sharpies at the ready. Black, gold, silver, and blue are the best ones. So when you have uh, autographs, then the signature will look crisp. Mm -hmm. And then Megan chiming in with survival rule number three: you can never build in enough pockets to your cosplay, hidden or otherwise. A hundred percent. And uh, yeah. the our editor Megan, same thing: always more pockets. So mm -hmm. oh, hello, Doug, Megan. hello, Megan, coming in with hey, the Megan. the the cosplay checklist. Our boy Doug, out of the con, talking about yeah. The so that's something that everybody should get in in mm -hmm. the habit of doing is is making checklists when you're planning. Make checklists mm -hmm. for everything. Yeah. Somebody knows checklists. It's producer Jen. Let me tell you something. When oh, we're so does editor to, Megan. Holy oh, yeah. snap. <laughs> when we're about to do something, it's checklist after checklist because you want to make sure that anything that you think of, that you write it down so that you don't forget about it and you don't end up at the con missing the boots to your cosplay. Yep. Right? Okay, uh, I got to call out our boy Groot here. Wear giant costumes with zero pockets. It's an instant money saver. Groot tip number one. Uh, you have a handler, sir. <laughs> yeah, you actually, you typically have a couple of handlers. So I don't want to hear about your zero pocket woes, bro. You have um, pockets. They're called Danny and your wife. So I don't want to hear nothing about no pockets. So maybe we should start at the top because earlier, you know, Noah was saying, you know, oh, I've, you know, I've been to, you know, about you know 10 or so cons jeff you're saying oh i think i'm going to 10 cons this year i'm pretty sure to me i think when you're getting into con season you probably want to know what cons you're going to be doing right at the beginning of the season right beginning of the year because like wayne is saying if you're going to a bunch of cons you're probably going to be a spending a lot of money you're probably going to be needing hotels because the further you out you get the harder it is to make that drive back and forth planning ahead of time what cons you're going to, and then making sure that you've got the funds to make it up to those cons, I think, for me, has to be number one. I think it also depends on where you live. Like we had mentioned, I had just moved down to southern Ontario. There are so many cons here. If you live in, say, Alberta or Saskatchewan, uh, hell, even Manitoba, you have two mm -hmm. in, in a province. Realistically, maybe you find a small anime or a small you know board game one or something like that but realistically let's say alberta you have um the big ones are edmonton calgary and then you have to fly to bc or anywhere else to go to another one i think well actually no games con right there's a there's that big game con game was the first happened. one this year yeah. yeah so that's huge and i hope that stays in the area but realistically if you the the nice thing about having minimum cons just to kind of flip the script a little bit is that you can learn from your mistakes and just kind of go, well, I know what Calgary is going to be like. I know what Edmonton's going to be like. Um, but I think it's from down here where you have different, so many different locations. That's a great idea is to look into and uh, talk on Reddit, you know, talk to people um, of, in the community or people who, um, who are just you know around and see what their experiences were like and what they probably should have done or, you know, think they should have done. 
Good question from Megan Avery talking about uh, do cons usually take place around the same time every year? Ideally, yes. Some of the bigger cons will take place. Your Toronto Comic Cons, your Niagara Falls Comic Cons, your Fan Expos, and now your London Comic Cons and such. They do tend to stick to the same weekend or time frame per year. But some of the other ones, yeah, they'll move around depending on like the size of the con, the venues they're at. It all comes down to where you can go and what you can book. It's a great question, actually, Megan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the smaller cons, you just got to keep an eye out, right? Uh, make sure you're following them on Facebook. Like, for example, the uh, Awesome Toy Show. Um, they put on a great little con, and and they've been doing it twice a year. And, and you know, the, the dates change, and it's whenever they can. Or, you know, the location might change. So, yeah, make sure you follow, you know, the, the little cons that you like on their Facebook pages. And they'll let you know where or when they're showing up. But the big cons, they have set dates. You know, Toronto Comic Con is in March. Yeah. Uh, Fan Expo is in August. Yeah. London Comic Con is in September. Yeah. And uh, most of those big ones are booking the dates the year before. So yeah. when, if not, one year uh, ends, it's not longer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Usually the end of the con, you'll know next year it's going to be this date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's, it's, yeah. They, they don't and I'd be willing really to bet, change all that much. I'd be willing to bet that, like you were saying, um, that if you found like an info booth of the con um, uh, organizers and ask them, I bet they'd be willing to tell you as well. If you're not hundred percent certain. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, when you guys are planning for conventions, I mean, what's the first thing you think about? What's the first thing that goes through your mind? You say, okay, I'm going to fan expo. Are you going all four days? Or are you going only one day? All four days, every right. Year. So, but beyond that, uh, what's the first thing you think of when you're going to go to a convention? For us, anyway. For me, it's what costume am I going to bring? Boom. Yeah. What are you cosplaying? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I've only now recently gotten into having enough cosplays to actually figure out, okay, which one am I going to bring? Usually, it's I've only had the one, and that's I'm usually building it for that con. Um, but this year I've got like the goblin, I've got Batman, I've got another. So I do, I am thinking and going, okay, do I want to wear Batman for, for example, in Toronto, there's the two. Um, do I want to wear Batman for both? Do I want to wear goblin for both? Do I switch it up? That kind of thing. So for me, um, what cosplay, it doesn't even matter like where I'm staying or how I'm getting there. It's what cosplay. Um, and then I can, or am I going to build a new one? Uh, if what cons it going to be for? That was going to be my question. How many cosplays are you doing? Yeah. And to kind of piggyback off that, when I first started cosplaying, and I'm going to use the word cosplaying loosely because I've been going to cons since about 2009, my friends and I would get together and we would all go, all right, Fan Expo's coming. And at that point, it was only three days. We would go, one new cosplay for every day. And that was (laughs) dumb because we don't have the budget or the time to do it. So we would get to like two weeks before and they'd all be half done and they we'd show up and it'd be like terrible cosplays and terrible in the fact of they were half done. And it wasn't till I got to doing it more regularly and it became sort of my thing that I was able to bank enough costumes to not have that panic of like, I need to do something new every year. Um, Can I piggyback off of that? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were No, 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 go. 
you don't have to have a new cosplay every year no. or one for every day. No, like just for those who who look at the con and they are on Insta, or they go on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or Threads, and they're going, "Oh my god, this person brought five cosplays and they're changing at noon." And is that just yeah. how they? No, it, like a lot of people do once. Like I call it my civvy day, my civilian day, where mm-hmm. I I'm wearing glasses and I can actually see stuff. Um, <laughs> and I go around and I go to Artist Alley and I have fun and I enjoy it. And then the other day is I'm in a costume, I'm half blind and I'm trying not to run over people so yeah it's i i would like i said when i started i tried to i didn't think about things like that i was just like let's do cosplay every day and then i started to hit those days like i wish i was wearing street clothes today or i'd start to do i'm gonna be super boy and i'm gonna wear a black t-shirt and jeans because it counts technically but yeah now that i have a couple bigger costumes and i have my green lantern suit and now i have a spider-man suit they're a little breathier and they're kind of not having to wear 10 tons of foam. It makes things a little easier, but I I'm personally doing expo. I'm going to do three this year. And that Thursday is just going to be driving in city clothes shop and then cosplay for the mm. rest of the week. Mm. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's a little different for us now with the booth and such. Right. So now for us, it, it kind of comes down to logistics. And I do remember Shortly after I got started, I started getting invited to some smaller cons in the in the southwest Ontario area. Um, uh, Action Con, uh, Sarnia Pop Culture Show, Forest City, those kinds of things to be a cosplay guest. And even that's now a whole other thing where you got to think about. I just I was just doing a, the judging job over at Forest City Comic Con this year. And I was talking to one of the other cosplay judges and we were trying to figure out, yeah, what are we going to wear? And it was like, well, I don't want to just show up in like a spandex suit. Like I want to show up in something that looks like I should be there as a professional cosplayer <laughs> and a yeah. guest and a judge and everything else. So sometimes it's not just a matter of like, what do I want to wear or how will I match up? Sometimes the environment might change based on how you want to present at that particular event or whatever. And what, that's a question that you get used to get asked all the time too, by the way, well, how do you become a guest at a con? And I always tell people I just run my mouth all the time. And that's, that's how yeah. I, that's, that's how I get noticed <laughs> and such, but because it's not like my costumes are any great shakes compared to anybody else's. It's just, you know, we do our thing, but yeah. And a lot of the times too, like when you're talking JS about, you know, what's the first thing you think of for me, it's usually who am I going to the con with? And if I have to give you guys my number one survival tip out of everything that you're going to talk about through all this, don't go alone if you can help it try to go with at least one other person i'm not saying you can't (laughs) but honestly like and i would love to tell you that these all of these cons are completely safe environments that have excellent security and wonderful volunteers that will make sure that you're in a safe uh, spot or environment the whole time and uh, that's not the case they're not it's not terrible but there have been incidents at almost every con i've been to at some point or another it, you, there's safety in numbers. Try to have at least one friend. Don't rely on your cell phone service, by the way, because it's going to suck at a really big con. Set up meeting places where you can make sure that if you guys get separated, that you go back to a specific meeting place, especially since Home a lot of us can use important. our fucking hands because we're wearing yeah. gloves <laughs> and friggin' bullshit or whatever. Always have someone there with you if you can. And if you can't, if you know anybody there, get adopted that day and, and hang with people when you're there. All right. We're we're a pretty welcoming community. I don't think you're going to get to a point where you're just going to get shunned by everybody if you do have to go alone. <laughs> and by the way, guys, if you're going to a con and there's a Geeks & Co. booth and you are alone and you need somewhere to hang out with, come to the goddamn booth. You're welcome to hang out at the booth as much as you want. We are there for you on that front. Please do not go to these things alone if you can at all help it. 
anyway, that's my biggest tip. And what I think about is who am I going to this con with? What am I hanging out with? What are we doing? So, so can I bounce that off? I do go to every fan expo solo every single year for the past five years. I've gone solo when my friends, well, you say that Mike, but you know, like a million people there, right? Like (laughs) because I'm gone solo, I've met you folks at the convention, but like I get in my car, I go, I have a hotel room just for myself. I'm a very crazy enough. I'm a very introverted person. This is a weird way that I'm allowed to be an introvert, an extrovert, but yeah, I, I like being an introvert when it comes to being able to run around the con myself, but I admit I like knowing a couple people and especially these folks up here and Noah soon when I actually meet him in person soon. It's nice. It's nice to know people where you can run into them. And if you're having, you know, a problem with a cosplay or even just like, Hey, I'm really tired. You can get either a pick me up from them or, Hey, let's go do something to sort of take your mind off it or something. It's, we are a welcoming bunch. So I do it personally because like my wife has gone to conventions before she even met me and we've been together for over a decade. So she's like, that's an old hat for her. She doesn't really care. She'd go for me if I needed someone, but I don't need anybody. So, but if you do need someone, bring someone. Yeah. Right? If like you if need you're someone, be do in a it. Giant yes. cosplay. hundred percent. And you can get a handler, get a handler yes. because a lot of the problems, like a lot of people were saying pockets, build more pockets, blah, blah, blah. The problem is, is sometimes when you're in a big giant armor, even if you have pockets, You've got no way to get to them, right? So <laughs> nope. having a handler oh. that not only can look out for you so you don't <laughs> trample people, uh, but that can also carry a bag with refreshments. Big tip number two here. Make sure you bring refreshment, guys, because especially if you're wearing foam, you know how it is, Jeff. You're wearing that Batman suit. You need water, right? I know. Don't take my I, example, guys, because I don't eat or drink when I'm cosplaying because most oh, of my shit, too. I can't go to the bathroom very well. Yeah. And you I'm one of those go people. go to the bathroom, dude. No, no, no. Here's the problem. My <laughs> digestive system is extraordinarily rudimentary. As soon as stuff goes in, stuff's got to come out. Like, there's no, <laughs> there's hardly any process time at all, really. It's just, it's in and it's out. And if you're wearing some bullshit armor, whatever, yeah. yeah so I'm horrible for that so yeah don't ever use me as an example because unless i'm at niagara falls comic con and then i'm just drinking alcohol all day which by the way don't do that either because that's even worse but yeah if you have an opportunity obviously eat and drink that's good it's so funny when you can relate to like actors we're talking about actors henry cavill talking about and and tom holland talking about there's no zipper on the spider-man or the superman suits (laughs) when i made my green goblin cosplay i was like i get to wear like tactical pants there's a zipper i'm like this is a whole new world it's so awesome true funny enough the first thing i did when i bought the morph suit that's under the armor yeah i asked producer jen to cut me a slit and sew me a uh uh Little you zipper, know, little flap, little a little flap, there. so that I under the skirt there, so that I, uh, if I needed to go, I need to the a washroom, flap, honey. To the washroom. <laughs> and you know what? I've never needed it because when you're sweating your butts off in that thing, let me tell you something. You can be drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking, and you are not gonna need to go pee because you are just sweating it right <laughs> out. Uh, I so yeah, Steve Jones is saying the same thing. I sweat too much where I do, I, I don't need to go to the bathroom. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Um, I don't worry about factor. No. what's that? I think there's the adrenaline factor for me. Like yeah. all of a sudden, I'm like, oh right! Like all of a sudden, 
I just like my hands start doing this. I'm like, oh, right. I haven't eaten or drank anything because I've been having so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> like and, and meeting people and in the Batman suit. Uh, Jeff, I, I don't know if you wear contacts, but I didn't for the longest time. And so I, can, I also can't see anything. So you're like trying to see things um, and you're trying to listen to people and you're trying not to stamp like trample on kids. Uh, my first time I ever cosplayed as Batman, my wife, she counted. I think she counted. It was something like a crazy number of times where she was like, honey, there's a kid to your left. Don't step on him. Like you, just, and then because you're like that, you can't hear anything. Right. Yeah, and yeah. like you can't see, you can't hear. So you're just on adrenaline. So, yeah, but definitely drink regardless of whether or not you feel like it. I would recommend drinking at least something on a regular basis. Yeah. And then the room got real quiet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even with my Ghost Rider, like I'm sweating in that helmet, but that's the best part about having that coat is I'm like, water bottles right here, ready to go because I need Wait, it. Wait, Cuffy, always have comfortable shoes at the ready. Motherfucker, are you a cosplayer or not, man? Do you think I have a choice what goes on my feet most of the time? My feet are the sorest part of my body, hands down, after a day cosplaying. Yeah, whatever we... bullshit's on my feet is always terrible. We are lucky that with a booth, we do have a little bit of storage, right? Like we can shove yeah. stuff under the table, so... I usually have a pair of shoes with me that I can take my 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 boots or whatever off. Uh, Andrew, if you're Andrew, in, <laughs> in pain, are you really cosplaying? Are you, are you exactly. That, need, that cosplay needs to be a shirt. That needs yeah. to be a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew, you need to get on that right away. You can make tens of dollars with that shirt, brother. That's gonna yeah. be great. <laughs> Jumping off of what you were saying, though, I think that, like having the water bottle, um, because Batman has been a regular um, cosplay of mine. Um, he has a utility belt and I utilize said utility belt yep. uh, as much as I can. So building larger pockets that even if you don't want to see it, just having it, you can, um, I have a few that slide. Uh, and so they, I slide to the back so I can put a phone in my, in my, in the back pouch or a wallet mm -hmm. or, or a water bottle and just have something on me. I've also been very lucky that I have a handler. Uh, my wife has been with me basically every con I've gone to. So I'm very lucky in that instance, but Part of my um, planning for a con is developing a suit that works with the con and, and pouches or just extra slots and stuff is definitely part of that. And I highly recommend it if you're not doing it. Uh, yeah, and sometimes, guys, you, there's there's no way around, like you can't like yeah. when I'm like when I'm Green Lantern, like you probably you can probably <laughs> feel me. Like, there's nothing. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a unitard, guys. Like there's no. And I don't want to walk around with a bag or a pouch because then it's <laughs> taken away from what I'm doing. So Green yeah, Lantern with a fanny pack. You gotta do the uh, you gotta do the lantern. The right? lantern you gotta carry is cool. the lantern. You're right. Yeah. That would be cool. But there's certain and, ones like and Spider-Man's the same way. Like every time yeah. I've done Spider-Man, I'm like, I got there's nothing and this there's nothing. So yeah, a friend Reed is the magician at hiding yeah. stuff in his props. Yeah. Like he's oh, yeah, built yeah. compartments in his Who weapons and Reed. Uh, Andrew Saxon also very very good at high at making compartments in his props and stuff. Oh it's yeah, really, really that's cool. yeah yeah that's for sure. It's called a onesie, Jeff. Yeah yeah yeah, onesie, <laughs> unitard, whatever you want to call it. It's there's no Spider Man can totally rock a backpack though. Is what Steve I was, was going to bring that yes up. No, I mean you can't. It just depends on what specific aesthetic you're going for with your. <laughs> I just spider I whatever, just so. picture a Ben Riley Spider Man thing with a water bottle on his ankle. So, so I, I will, I haven't told anybody this, but screw it. I might as well say that I'm doing Ben Riley. Hey, and are you really? I, yeah. That's the costume I got. Uh -huh. and I was like, okay, I could get a hoodie. Cause I need the blue hoodie. And everyone has got that front pouch. And I'm like, but Ben's doesn't have a front pouch. So, but I probably could use a front pouch. Yeah. 
or in a break character and get a front pouch because I'm going to need it. Yeah. Peter Jerv has given us the Spider-Man survival tip. Wear a cup or a dance belt. <laughs> yes, please. By all means. I uh, no, that's for that's for Doc Ock. That's a survival tip for Doc Ock. That's a survival Wear tip for anybody a that's in a spandex suit. Gentlemen, please. If you're in a spandex yep. suit, yep. if you start with a cup, that's great. You can buy dance belts on Amazon. They do exactly what they're meant to do. They essentially turn you into a Ken doll. Because, uh, yeah, spandex suits are, that's that's everything, man. Like, it's, it's a whole, you can see all of it. So, yeah, like, the twig privacy. and the berries, guys. It's not it's not cool. <laughs> it's not good. There's little kids there. It's not, I don't, I don't mean to be a prude or shame anybody, but no. get a dance belt to wear a cup. It's You can get a cup at the dollar store these days for, like, four bucks. Like, no. get in there and, no. and get that. The first one I ever wore was just a, an athletic jock or a cup or a supporter, whatever you want to call it. I have a dance belt now, but. Yeah, you can also build one if you're doing a muscle yeah. suit. I added like the the superhero bulge, you know, from this like from the comics. You can just kind of build it into the suit as well. Yeah, exactly. The, the melons, Victoria. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're not talking about a dance belt for the melons. That's fine. You can't do that. And I've seen Peter Jarvis is asking Doc Ock. Yeah, that was actually yeah, uh, that was actually yeah, yeah. a a, a reel that yeah. we did at uh, Fan Expo last year when I was wearing Doc Ock, and Jeff was telling another Spider Man to. You know, clunk yep. me in the knackers and, you know, what? I turn around and I was like, wear a cup. Doesn't sound, <laughs> anyway, doesn't go, sound if you go like check out one. my, uh, I, I can't remember if it's my profile or the Geeks of Bill profile, but one of the two has that reel somewhere in there. And kids throw punches. So I've seen a couple Spider-Man go down because they'll go to shake a kid's <laughs> hand and the kid will wind up and punch. And That's actually a good lead in, guys, too. We should probably mention cosplay is not consent because I think there's still some confusion yeah. around that that particular phrase or whatever i think a lot of people assume that just means ask cosplayers permission before you take their picture that's like the mm -hmm. smallest aspect of whatever cosplay is not consent is yeah. essentially you want to ensure that every single interaction between both parties by the way the cosplayer and the person that is approaching you is a consensual interaction you've actually got to pretend that nobody's wearing a costume you want to interact both ways as though no. And by the way, that's for you cosplayers, too. Just because you're wearing a costume, that doesn't mean you get to be an asshole to people or that you get to touch them inappropriately or grab them. I watched one guy that was picking people up off the ground and like hoisting them up on his shoulder and stuff on his like over a cement floor or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you're going to drop one person and it's going to be a nightmare. And as a cosplayer, I've been groped. I've been kicked. I've been hit. I've been bit. I've been all kinds of different things. It's hardly just a picture, guys. Anything that's inappropriate on any level between two humans, whether you're wearing a costume or not, you need consent if you want to do anything like that. And by the way, informed consent. Not like, hey, I want to try something. Are you down? That's not consent, guys. I would like to pick you up over my shoulders and cart you around this con over a cement floor. Are you okay with that? Probably not. So make sure you're getting informed consent, guys on both sides of the interaction. It's very, very important. I think uh, Peter Jarvis in the comments brought up a good point, and I agree. There are a certain group of people that act like the character that they are dressing up as and thus assume that, well, I'm Deadpool. I'm supposed to be grabby, touchy-feely, crude. And so that's informed consent because I'm Deadpool. And I... I, I it's yeah. super a super not uh and b like it's it, it's not just deadpool there's other like i know there's a few anime characters as well that i've i've seen um or or and it just kind of goes on it's it's like you can absolutely act i'm not saying don't act but like yeah. 
you also have to realize that you're you're not Deadpool and we're not in a Deadpool comic. So there is a there was a gentleman yeah. <laughs> at Toronto Comic Con a couple of years ago, and I'm not going to name and shame him, but if you know, you'll know who I'm talking about if you know who this guy is. He cosplays Jim Carrey characters. And that year he was cosplaying Ace Ventura, but in particular in the Ace Ventura movie, he's trying to get himself admitted to a mental hospital. He's wearing like a, a tutu and the combat boots. And he's got his hair all freaked out and he's got a football and he was going around throwing this football in the con. So he hit like three different people. And so security talked to him. And then finally he tried to go up the down escalator and he's pushing people out of the way, including a couple of kids. And finally security had enough and they threw his ass out of the con and some people got upset about it, like, oh, he wasn't breaking character. That's great. No, what you're really doing is fucking up everybody else's good time by being an idiot. Cosplay is not consent on either side. No one consented no. to what you're doing, endangering lives, hurting people, ruining their good time just because you want to be an impressionist or whatever. And you don't want to break character. No, not cool, no. guys. You got to it's it's not. Oh, yeah. by the way, Victoria, holy shit. Every every can I get a picture of you when they really mean can I put my hands on you? No. Guys, ask, man. I do that all the time. If someone even asks me for a picture and they get in close, I'm like, is it okay if I put my arm on you or whatever? Just ask. It doesn't take much. And if they say no, don't get all offended. It's okay. They don't want to be touched. It's not cool. I, I not only do I not touch people, but I don't want them touching me either. Yeah. There's nothing that annoys me more when somebody comes and touches my fucking costume that I spent two <laughs> years building. I think Get I know your hands off my stuff. It depends uh, on the costume, but my defense against that is to build a prop that people can hold almost as point. like a distraction like yeah batman you just, point, just bring a batarang just yeah. 3d print it or buy like buy a cheap toys r us one and go um hey can i touch you here do you want to actually instead do you want to hold this we can take the yeah photo. here grab and this it, just, it, just, it distracts yeah. them yeah same thing That's with kids point. honestly it gets kids out of the way too um, <laughs> victoria keep your grubby hands to yourself and you'll survive yeah, exactly. survival yeah. tip yeah damn grubby handed freaks god the worst yeah. Yeah. I mean, even no, when I went, okay. I went to Niagara, I want to say three or four years ago. And I, with the name Michael Myers, anytime I see a Michael Myers, I'm like, Hey, can I get a photo? And there was one, I walked up and he's built. So he's a little taller than me. I think he's about six, five. And I just said, can I get a photo? And he just grabbed me by the back of the head and pulled my head back and put the knife to my neck. And I'm just glaring into his mask. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, yeah. we want to take a photo. And I'm like, yeah, this not is now. Not, that's not what I asked for at all. And he got upset. He's like, "Woman well, character," and I'm like, "Dude, what if I had a bad neck and I'm on the ground now?" And he's like, well, "I never thought of that." I'm like, "Exactly." Our boy Doug saying, "As Magneto, I had a guy asked to have a pick, and he grabbed my ass." That was me, Doug. I apologize. I thought it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> thought we were on. We that talked level. about consent before, so I don't know why all of a sudden now it's a problem. But I guess if I know you, the boundaries. If you want to, I just like, we can kind of shift, but like going staying in this in this zone, I think there's also some things that you can do if you want to be in character. A, do your research, see what people don't like. For example, just look up asshole Deadpool and you're going to find a list of grievances people have. Don't do those things. If you're a Michael Myers, uh, maybe learn how to stage grab hair, right? Just just do this and, and that way you're not actually pulling someone's hair unless they ask for it in particular. But there's things you can do um, that, that can you can still be in character and do really cool shots and poses, but you just have to do some research. And it's not hard to find, specifically stage acting and stage fighting. Um, that kind of thing. So I definitely recommend doing that. Yeah. JS, give us a give us give us a give us a tip from you because you're kind of you you hadn't done a lot of cosplaying or a lot of cons before this kind of like having a booth and everything kind of fell in our lap and and now that we've been doing this for this will be our what third outing now. 
to Toronto in our fourth or fifth outing overall. Well, yeah. So I started really going to cons regularly just before COVID hit. And then, and then the next year there was no con. And then, yeah. Then since, since we've been gone back to cons, I've, we've been going everything locally really, but we just don't have a whole lot around here. Right. We go to the, Toronto Comic Con and Fan Expo. Those are really the only two around our area. So, no, I haven't done a hundred cons like, you know, some of you guys have done. Um, for me, understanding what I'm getting myself into is important. Um, when I'm wearing something like this where I can't see, I can't hear, I'm so big. I'm I'm bumping into stuff. I need to know what kind of environment I'm walking into. And I'll give you an example. We went to the awesome toy show. And the first thing we did before even getting into her costume is we went and we walked the floor. Mm. Right. We wanted to have a good idea of where we could go, where we could hang out, what we could do. And, and, you know, um, again, we had no handler. We went to the show, just me and Rob and her predator is no handler. It's a, it's a very different situation. Right. So, yeah, I think if you're going to be doing a big costume, understand what you're getting into. Make sure that you know you can walk in it. Yeah. Make sure you test it ahead of time so you that it's not going to fall apart on you. Oh, and my big thing, a rescue kit. Yeah. If you're a maker and you make your own cosplays, make sure you pack yourself a rescue kit. Hot glue, super glue, thread, needle, scissors, yeah, scissors, uh, a little bit of paint and brushes, uh, soldering iron, uh, extra batteries, sharpies. I mean, you know, uh, zip ties. Um, I always have. I have a little toolkit, a little toolbox. Actually, it's a little fishing. It's a little tackle box um that i use as my rescue kit and i've bought a bunch of stuff safety pins yeah andrew saxon saying band-aids all the stuff i have in my my little rescue kit um and even before we had a booth that's something that i would we would have either in a bag or in the car so that we always knew if we break down we can just go back to the car fix ourselves quickly and then get back out there and, and as Lindy is saying many, here, our yeah. good friend, Lindy Cosplay Supplies, that's why I offer a repair station. And right they, on the heels oh. of that, Stephen was saying the same thing. And if you don't make sure you know where the repair booth is, is the con has one of a, a wonderful, like, Lindy. There's also mm -hmm. the Cosplay Medic uh, yeah. that was helping us out at March Toronto Comic Con. Uh, yeah, obviously, if you have There's a booth across from us at Fan Expo. What were they called? The, the Rest Cosplay and Repair here? Station? Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. They actually helped me with my Spider-Man at the time. There, one of the seams was going, so they they sold me up. There you so, go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's usually people there to help out, but you know, I I like to make sure that I have the stuff that I need to repair my gear if I break down. That's that's the big thing to me because nothing that sucks more than walking into a show ten minutes in, it, your cosplay off. doesn't hold on you anymore because the strappings let go and then you, no, like yeah. And if I can take that and sort of weave into the another, another part of that is when you're building your cosplay, remember what materials you're using. For example, hot glue does not work well in the heat because it will liquefy again. So if you're planning to build a cosplay that's all soup, all uh, hot glued, you may have issues if you if you're walking around outside for a while in it. So prepare for things like that. Try and find adhesives that aren't going to, mm -hmm. the elements are not going to play a factor. 
same thing with warbler i would say as yeah. well certain like <clears throat> excuse me certain thicknesses of warbler will start to get a little worse and that's not as bad because eva foam starts to bend and move a little bit as well um but i know there's some people who have like uh warbless fused essentially and all mm -hmm. of a sudden it just pops off and it, like it wasn't oh fused. really it was just, it so it was just stick together releases. yeah mm -hmm. oh yeah calgary can get hot calgary can get really, really hot um, uh, I was going to say, similar with the 3D prints, if, if you 3D print props and costume pieces and so on and so forth, make sure you don't leave any of that stuff in a hot car because it will warp and melt on you. Yeah. Um, I've had 3D prints warp on me because I forgot them in the hot car. So that it's plastic, stuff, right? Yeah, that makes plastic, sense. And especially PLA. Yeah. PLA doesn't require all that much heat to, to melt. So... Uh, I'm going to be the cliche guy because I'm actually kind of surprised we got this far and nobody's brought it up yet. Uh, hygiene is extraordinarily mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. uh, and by the way, I'm not just singling out, we all know who I'm talking about. I'm not just singling out people that already kind of have a hygiene problem maybe or whatever, but you're in hot, sweaty costumes. Most of these cons are taking place in the middle of the summertime. You're wearing these giant builds or spandex suits. Actually, it doesn't really matter. You're also in like a sea of humanity for a lot of these too. You're going to be in tight with people. I cannot stress this enough how important hygiene is. Please make sure you're not just washing yourself, putting on deodorant. And guys, don't be afraid to put a little sort of a scent on you as well. I have a little, a tiny little bottle of Ralph Lauren uh, cologne that I just, it's, it's, it's like, it's like maybe this big, maybe even a little smaller than that. I try to have it with me at all times so I can just hit myself with it if I start to get a little, you know, whatever. Wash your costumes too, guys. I can't, I can't recommend this enough either. You're sweating in these things. You're dying in these things. I can't tell you how many times I've seen guys just go back to the con in the same costume that they literally sweat through the day before. I'm like, what are you doing? You can't do that. You're going to be interacting with other humans it was a really good example. Recently, I was at CK Expo and, and they had a separate room for the, it was the tabletop and video game room. And it was a separate closed off room. Going into that room was an experience. You ever been to the monkey house at the zoo? It was kind of like that. Like it was not it was very, very whiffy. So please, guys, take the time. Deodorant, shower deodorant, maybe a little bit of perfume cologne, whatever. Don't like inundate yourself so that you can't be, you're so strong that you can't be around either. But man, hygiene is so important to these things. And by the way, guys, if you've got a friend that's really bad at the hygiene side of things, please talk to them at some point. I know it's an awkward conversation to have, but they're going to be interacting up close with other people. Man, you got to be able to smell okay. Like, I don't need you to smell like wine and roses, but you can't smell like feet and BO. Like, it's not cool. Mm hmm. Yeah, I uh, usually have a uh, deodorant spray can in my rescue kit as well. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only just, time I wear just in case. Yeah, just <laughs> in case, right? It's getting towards the end of the day and you're starting to smell. A couple sprays and at least, uh, you know. Our good friend, uh, uh, Christina, there with a great tip. Spray your costume hey, with very nice and Christina, alcohol. You? After you wear it, it will kill all bacteria. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, another say, one here that Lindy's talking about with vodka. Yeah, believe it or not, guys, vodka actually works on spandex suits for cleaning your and spandex vodka suits. Vodka doesn't smell. So, yeah. And yeah. then you just wring it out directly. No, no, no. I'm just saying, that's all. <laughs> I, uh, I have no shame. Don't make me that face. I've had worse things in my mouth. It's fine. If uh, your yeah. uh, armor, and if your EVA or Warbla or any other 3D printed armor comes off, some baby wipes as well. Nothing super, mm -hmm. super acidic. Like you don't want to wipe it with Lysol. 
Uh, not that I've had problems with that with EVA, but it's definitely just a baby wife, just because it. The, well, the you want to be careful with gonna your paint job, the, right? Know. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. What I meant was on the inside. Oh, on the, the inside. inside yeah. On the outside, that's that's a whole other issue. But on the inside, just going over with a baby wipe because sweat does pool there. I've definitely like taken off and I've just watched like droplets come off. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me weave off of that. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up with the baby wipes. Uh, Makeup removal, guys. Uh, Two things are going to be your friend. Makeup wipes and coconut oil. Believe it or not, coconut oil works really, really well for getting makeup off, especially off your face. And so do the makeup wipes. You know, when we're doing Batman, no, I'm sure you can attest, you know, putting the blacker on the eyes and stuff. You try to wash it off as best you can. Then you're walking around like you're part of some emo rock band from the 90s looking like or you a know, Matt you Reeves the, movie. That's yeah. You <laughs> definitely got the guy liner going on and such. Uh, yeah. Coca and coconut oil works really, really well, too, for getting that makeup off. Have one of those. Have a little kit. Part of your repair kit. Throw some makeup wipes in there. Throw a little bit of coconut oil in there. It will save your bacon if you've got to wear makeup for getting that stuff off because you don't want to show up to the con the next day still like tinted green or still half covered in makeup or whatever. And not to get too specific, I would recommend and I don't know what other people, I don't do contact lenses as much. I, from what I have been told, trying to get contact lenses out first after you wash your hands after the con in something nice and actually, you know, effective, taking the contact lenses out first before trying to get all your makeup off. And then you've got like makeup hands and trying to get contact lenses off then that's that's something i've been told if you've been told something else listen to that but that's definitely something for batman in particular i'll try and take the lenses out if i wear them i'll try and take the contact lenses out first and then i will get rid of the raccoon eyes makes sense yeah we'll take for that yep, yeah. yep yeah for sure yeah. michael give us a give us another tip from your uh, your bag of tricks because for everyone here i don't know if you've been to the, i don't know if it's you or i that's been you've certainly been doing that the longest that's for damn sure and you've seen a couple of different sides of it. So why don't you give us a perspective from the volunteer side of things from actually working the con as opposed to being uh, someone that's at the con uh, as someone like it's just a ticket payer. Can you give us something on that side of the things that some of the ticket payer guys would be like, oh, that's a good tip? Well, I think the size of the cosplay is the big one. I think that's one that as a volunteer I've seen the most of. If you have big giant wings, probably not the costume to go shopping in. Like the aisles at most of these cons are pretty small. Um, if you ever have a problem, I can attest to working several cons. Every volunteer can help anyone with a shirt. If you need anything, we may not have it on us. We can point you in the direction of where to go. Um, but yeah, size is the biggest one that, that one I've seen at least once a con where either you're, you've got a big prop or you know what? Let me make it more generic. Every con, if you go on the website, has an FAQ section, and they probably have a cosplay etiquette section. Mm-hmm. Read that before you show up. I can tell mm-hmm. you that last Niagara, I was showing up to volunteer the first day, and security had stopped someone dressed as um, Umbrella Corps armor, the full black SWAT look. And security was going through all of the person's pouches and they were full with real handcuffs, billy clubs, real weapons and like pepper spray and stuff like that. And he's just looking at him going, what, what made you think that you could bring these into a con? What made you think this was appropriate? And he says, well, you know, I just really want to be the character. And he said, yeah, 
but these are all weapons. Go back to your car. And he came in just wearing a black t-shirt and a black pants. So before you head to a con, check, actually, even before you start building the con or buying the, or before you buy the costume or build the costume, check the FAQ if you've never been to the convention, because I would hate for you to spend all that time and money on probably a costume that looks amazing and spend a lot of money and you can't get through the doors. A really safe rule nowadays. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, every con has an FAQ, and every con now has a section specifically on weapons. Yeah. What's allowed, what's not allowed. Uh, some cons are a little bit more lax on certain things, but you're yeah. right. Uh, making sure you check ahead of time. Once you've been to a few, you kind of get the idea of what's allowed and what's not allowed, and you can build around that. But if if you're newer to cons, yeah, make sure you read those things sorry no i didn't mean I, to cut you off no that. no no it was good i was in a jump off kind of a tangent so and i'm glad you added that i think a safe thing being someone who uses a lot of airsoft gear uh, and usually more strapping and, and belts and stuff like that basically if it has anything to do with an airsoft gun just don't bring it it's it's mm. fine like no. on the flip side and i'm i i will plug myself if that's okay um i know that no I've... stop kick them <laughs> off now boot them um i do sell um templates for pistol magazines that are 100% foam um, that are based off of airsoft pistol magazines so they're fully foam you can pull them out you can show them the security I've had no problems with bringing them I've had no problems with police I've been out and about and taking photo shoots and they've asked me about them and and uh, or I called and told them that they were foam and they said yeah no that's fine as long as they're not like airsoft or actual workable ones um, so there are ways around to get yourself looking like you're locked and loaded without being locked and loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a friend of mine does that for his Punisher stuff, and he's had issues with Nerf um, accessories um, just because it's at, like Nerf is actually kind of getting pretty good, and it's really hard to tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so definitely, like I, I would say, if it's airsoft adjacent, um, probably not the greatest choice. Try and find alternatives. I remember and, and, when I first started cosplaying as Negan, when I was first starting to come out as Negan, mm-hmm. I had a foam bat, but like that first big con after the character had debuted, so many people at Toronto Comic Con tried to walk in with an actual baseball bat. Even if the barbed wire was fake, they tried to walk in with it, and every single one of those baseball bats were, were confiscated. Yeah, You morons, they're not going to let you into a con with an actual baseball bat. Yeah. And I get it. They're, everybody was like, well, my cosplay doesn't work without it. Well, then you should have thought about that beforehand. Because it's I a mean, weapon. Har- Harley Harley cosplayers have been dealing with this forever. I'm guessing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, it's like malice and stuff. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's and, still a weapon. Anything you can legitimately hurt somebody with, you can't bring it into the con. It's not hard to figure out. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why if you buy like a fake sword or a practice sword, like those black plastic ones, they usually give you a ticket to say that this is where I bought it from, and then they usually tell you go to your car and put it away immediately. Do not walk around with it. Um, so there's 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 strict etiquette around weapons nowadays, it, which I really funny appreciate. you say that. Yeah, I, I've I've heard of cons turning down 3D printed props. Yeah. Um, which is weird to me, but uh, yeah, I've heard some cons turning down specifically 3D printed props just because. Yeah. Yeah, it might be a 3D printed sword, but it's still a blunt edge with a pointy bit. Like you can still hurt somebody with something like that, right? So. I want to um, jump yeah. off of that and just say when you're building your cosplay keep that in mind i had um batman fins um 3d printed for me i wanted multiple colors um that i could just basically like it was like an insert i could just change the color of them uh i did like a a a practice test and poked my wife really badly with them and went i'm not gonna walk around a con 
and stab people and break bags and whatever. So do your due diligence um, with your with your 3D props, specifically if they have some sort of pointy edge to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you've never been to a con, prepare to get your weapons checked when you get there. Yeah. And you may not consider it a weapon. They will probably check it. I cosplay Luigi. I have my vacuum. I got weapons checked for that. Yeah. I wouldn't even say prepare for to get it checked. Go get it checked. Like just do yeah. the due diligence. Yeah. Find, like like you, you see the first person with a shirt, go where's the prop check and just go immediately and go like even if it's On your tiny, way in, right? Even if it's tiny, like just go, yeah. is this okay? And either they're going to go yes or they'll go, well, we'll take a look and we'll get a badge. And then you're, and then you're done and you've done it and you're good to go. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Steve Jones here saying uh, Eric gets in with his solid wood hammer. Some cons haven't caught up. Yeah. So those who don't <laughs> yeah. know. Somebody Eric will... is building solid wood mjolnirs and is somehow getting him into the con. Yeah, um, some, make sure they don't find will... out, Eric, because they are going to take it away. Yeah, I mean, even my red arrow, they told I have the bow and I have a string on it, and the string, like, I could stretch the thing for miles, and they're like, take the string off. Yeah, and I pulled it, and I'm like, if you can fire an arrow in this, you're an archer of the decade. And he's like, nope, cut it. I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say earlier about the nerfs. Because even nerf guns, you got to be careful. You can take nerf guns into the con, but you can't be firing nerf darts. No, yeah. If they see a nerf dart, you're done. You're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if I've even, um, I've I've talked to someone who worked at Calgary, and I asked him about a gun. Uh, It was a broken airsoft gun. But I had... um, put a wooden dowel through it and cement glued the crap out of it on the other end. You like the trigger was loose. You couldn't shoot anything. And he just went, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything uh, to risk it. Cause if he makes an exception for you, then everybody's going to want an exception. Cause they're going to be like, well, that guy's walking around with an airsoft. Why can't, why I walk around there? It's a whole bloody mess yeah. that they don't want to have to deal with. So I get it. They're not going to make one off exceptions. Like Michael, you're saying there's no way this is ever going to be. Yeah. But then the next guy through is gonna be like, well, you let that guy in with his bow strung. Why can't my, yeah, they, it opens up too many cans of worms. And, and yeah, like Noah's saying, just go to the prop check and get it done over with. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? And again, Reddit is a great, I've, I've just started using Reddit, but Reddit or Facebook groups are great examples going, hey, what is your guys' experience with, with bowstrings? You know what I mean? Because in my mind, I love the bowstring idea and I think it looks really cool in photos. My first thing was I would just wouldn't bring the string because you can still have the arrow and hold it and look make it look really cool. And then you put it back. Um, but it, it depends on what you want to try right yeah yeah and let's be honest there's a reason for this because even in recent memory someone in the states dressed up as punisher and had full weapons and went after jason david frank yeah it happens like no, of we course. have yeah. we have recorded incidents where stuff can happen so there's a reason why we have this the rules mm-hmm. exist for a reason uh getting off of this because we're getting super heavy and bad now but i wanted to go back a little bit uh talking about uh especially when we're talking about fan expo guys if you've ever had to try to get from the north building to the south building at any point during any of the, the con- it's a fucking nightmare so if you're going for one day and you want to see everything you don't really have much of a choice but if i can give you my own personalized tip on this spend one day in one building and one day in the other don't try to go back and forth because it's brutal there have been times where it can take you over an hour just to get from one building to the other building that's an hour that you're not getting to experience a con that's just you like being literally being herded through these chutes and ladders and friggin whatever like cattle it's 14,000 escalators terrible so 
if you're going Friday and Saturday, spend Friday in the North, spend Saturday in the South. That way you're not trying to traverse both, but you still get to see all of what's going on and mm. let your friends know too. Or Go you ahead, could just Jay. spend both days at the Geeks of Co booth. I mean, you can do that too. There you go. But which, by the way, guys, we don't know what side of the building we're in this year yet. It could be the North, could be the South. We yeah, don't know. we uh, we don't really know. It was a little yeah. bit ambiguous as to what their plans are. So we know we're getting a booth, guys. I think we can spill those beans at least. It has been confirmed. We will be at Fan Expo. We will have a booth, but we don't know what it's going to look like yet, and we don't know where it's going to be yet. So mm. when we know, you guys will know, and we expect to see every last single one of you there. But yeah, plan your in particular fan expo plan your outing accordingly try to keep your travel as light as you possibly can at the con still seeing who you want to see especially if if you're in the south building and then you realize that in 20 minutes you've got a photo op or an autograph app or something like that in the north building fucking freak you are not going to make it kids you're not going to get that that's going to be a no. waste of your money no. so yeah just plan those outings accordingly because especially fan expo it's bonkers dude yeah now, old days wanna... there's just one building. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's well, Toronto now, but even Toronto. Did you yeah. go to Toronto Comic Con this year? Yeah, it was bonkers, Holy man. Snapping, man. It's even the Friday you couldn't move in that place. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was, yeah. Um, I want to bring up one of uh, our buddy Steve's comments here. Uh, but before I do, you know what? Let me just bring it up. Uh, he says here also state to be aware of vendors as a bigger costume. I try not to stay in an area too long. As you could be taking away from the vendors as well, you know, keep that in mind. So there's nothing better than going to a convention in a costume that's a hit, right? People congregate to you. You get stopped by one person for a picture. All of a sudden you're taking 50. You could be standing in one spot for an hour. Be careful where you do that, guys. Be conscious yeah. of if you're standing in front of somebody's table that's trying to sell stuff. That's an hour you're spending taking away from them being able to do their job and sell stuff, right? So... Steve has a good point. Whether you're in a big costume or not, um, don't monopolize other people's areas, right? I mean, it's 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 okay for you to come and hang out at our booth. What I'm saying is if you're going down the aisles of, for example, Artist Alley and in a in a big giant group costume and you're getting stopped by people and don't spend an hour there, right? Like take a couple of pictures, take a like, slowly move your way along, right? To not monopolize other people's spaces. Yeah. That's why I think you guys got such a big, well, you guys did an amazing job last year, but I think having that big area across from you guys, that was the cosplay park was mm -hmm. such a great idea because it gave cosplayers a place to just hang out. And if people wanted photos of cosplayers, that was the place to go instead of randomly walking around the convention, trying to find the cosplay you wanted. And that's something that I'm, I'm definitely uh, getting like, I'm thinking about, for sure is normally as batman or green goblin which is relatively humanoid and human shaped and human sized uh you can just walk up and down the the aisles i've also been that guy or those that group of people uh standing behind wings uh that just won't move uh or they're just like just all you have to do is just rotate 10 degrees and we can slip by you can you just do that uh and so figuring out because uh, I know at most big cons will provide a floor plan. You can find out kind of where the edges are, kind of how big they're going to be compared to the aisles. The aisles, I don't know, like Calgary was pretty consistent um, and Edmonton was pretty consistent with their aisles. And I know the the last year before I went, they were being both were being run by Fan Expo. And so I'm, I'm going to assume that the Toronto ones are similar. Their aisles are, are 
Bullsh- well, I'm just, from, just from photos. Yeah, the owls just from, are bullshit. Yeah. No, the the yeah, owls are bullshit tired. for big cosplays, yeah. but the edges, the edges the are, are bullshit you know. for humans traversing in the buildings, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So just take a look. Yeah. Like, I know what we used to do, especially if you had a bigger group and you, you had a sense of how, like, popular it was going to be. Like, we did Watchmen. I think it was in 2019. And our Watchmen group was like like five or six people big, and we we literally like I don't want to be like here's toot my own heart. we couldn't move like it was we got absolutely mobbed, so we kind of got down to the bottom of the escalators in the south building, and we just kind of camped there because yeah. we there were no vendors around. It was sort of open floor space. People could see us as they were coming down. They could get appropriate pictures, and we weren't really blocking anybody in or around. So kind of like taking off what Noah's saying, like you don't necessarily need to find the edges, but there's all kinds of spaces and areas that's not in the middle of artist alley or right in front of a vendor or whatever, like the geeks and co booth. There's all kinds of different places you can go in the con where yeah, you can because kind like of Christina st- says, yeah, you can stop, drop it, open up shop and just do that wherever you're going to be, but be respectful that you're not. Yeah. just completely blitzing some guy's business behind you where he can't get anything done because it's you and five of your friends getting a thousand pictures at once. There's some really cool little places you can be especially at fan expo especially in that south building the 600 level that whole giant carpeted area in behind there's all kinds yeah. of super cool places you can go that people are still going to see you that you can have your group or you can have your big popular cosplay that people are going to be able to come and get pictures with you it happens all the time hanging out in those shitty little aisles and artist alley is not the place to do that no. i think michael said it earlier don't shop in your giant costume. Yeah, ridiculous. Like pick a day where you've got at least no costume, or you've got like a much more. I remember a few fan expos ago, I went as undercover, like Winter Soldier Steve Rogers. So I had like a Captain America shirt, but then I had the standard, you know, Marvel uh, disguise, which was like a hat, sunglasses, and a hoodie. And I just walked around like that hat? with Captain. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, it, it, you you can have opportunities to do that. Just don't do like like Steve is talking about this here, and in the, in the, you can't do that in his group costume. Like you just can't. Like it's not. It's not. Or if feasible. you have a or if you have a handler, talk to your handler or your friend ahead of time, and just yeah. go like, "Hey, I'm, I might tell you. By the way, I I really if you could you stay and you know give them the your wallet if you trust them, <laughs> uh, and that's what I do with my wife. Like she's got our phones and our wallets, and I just go remember this booth we're coming back tomorrow or like hey i i like that or can you you know if, if, if you're standing especially in the batman it's not that big of a issue just kind of stand there for a bit you can kind of ask them to to pick stuff out for you uh, but definitely talk to your handler if you have one or your friends ahead of time and create some sort of plan for that i'm guessing groot is the same thing with a big cosplay as you have a you have your own etiquette version of like hey when this happens if this group of people happens you know try and do this or try and do that or make sure I'm in the right position or, or whatever. You, I think you can find, you can find a space. I remember last yeah. year when Rob and I were doing Batman and Riddler, we kind of left the booth and we went wandering. Same thing. We were getting stopped every two feet for pictures, but then we found an open area in the middle of all the vendor stuff. They had this throne set up or whatever. And we just stood there and it was just like picture after picture after picture, but we made sure we hit an area where we weren't going to be blocking a bunch of people in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan Avery's asking too, just to take off on this. Can we talk about posing? Be considerate of everyone trying to get in there and make room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. The picture posing can be really, really tough. People want to be able to get pictures with you and then with other people. And if they got to like try to work around you to see them and be considerate of everybody when it comes to picture taking, because 
Everybody loves getting their picture taken, but like a foot massage machine from Michael. Like, Michael I mean, talking yeah. about foot massage I, machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah. don't want to call out all Spider-Man cosplayers, but the Spider-Man pose with like the one leg all the way out, like you're going to trip someone. Yeah. It's not an mm. if, it's a win. Um, I've not tripped, but I have seen people trip. So just keep in mind, like maybe do yeah. like the, the spider on the pole pose instead of the, you know, the massive <laughs> arm out thing. Um, but definitely it's something to be, that's a, that's a really good point. The posing is, Mm-hmm. is pretty important especially in the in the of uh, the aisles in particular um i want to get into a little bit of a subject because we've been on for over an hour now and um specific subject that michael has had great experience with over the last couple of years and it's hotelery yeah. what um making sure that you're booking places to stay at uh, when you're going out of town to these conventions and making sure you've got reliable place to stay at. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your... About Airbnb? Wow. Yeah, so... I'm going to try and keep this with under a few minutes because I could go on for hours about this. So <laughs> after uh, two years ago, or one year ago, I had booked an Airbnb. I'd start... So let's start from the beginning. I used to go to hotels. And then you find out that you're spending money on dinners every night. And I'm like, you know, it'd be nice to have a kitchen where I can bring food and I don't have to spend extra on food. So I started doing Airbnbs. And last year, I usually book my stuff before Christmas. So I have it. It's ready to go. Because as soon as it starts to get close to the con, prices go up. Mm -hmm. So I booked my Airbnb ready to go. A couple months in, gets canceled randomly called the Airbnb host. They said, yeah, we don't know why. Called Airbnb. Yeah, we don't know either. Find me a new one. All right. This place got a little closer. A couple months later, same thing. Canceled randomly. Okay. Had to be moved forward. Find out that the city of Toronto was going through Airbnb. And if the listing did not have the exact address that is listed in their database, they canceled them as an Airbnb host and canceled all of the reservations. There are reports of people flying in from say England and they'd arrive and their Airbnb would be canceled. And that was yeah, what a shit show. It happened four times with me. I ended up across the street from the con and got the room, got the room for free basically. Cause I made such a stink about it this year. I'm staying at a hotel cause I'm not dealing with that again, <laughs> but there are benefits to both. Like when I booked the Airbnb, you know, the location you're staying at. If you're going to fan expo, they're usually the close ones are all in towers. You really don't know the floor, you know, the layout of where it is, but you don't know how close it is to an elevator. You don't know how easy the elevators are accessible, parking, etc. So when I did my last Airbnb, I was on a really high floor and the elevators were always in use. So standing, waiting around for all that was a pain in the butt. This year I booked, uh, for those who want to visit me, I'll be at the Western Harbor on downtown Toronto. Mm-hmm. When I booked the hotel, they're like, do you want a room near the elevator? Do you want a Party high floor? Yeah, Michael's room. Yeah. <laughs> do you want a high floor? Do you want a low floor? Do you want extra pillows? Do you need extra towels? Do you want on-site parking? Do you want off-site parking? There was so many extra things, and I was actually paying $100 less than what I would have paid for an Airbnb. It's an extra five-minute walk, but I get all these extra things. So making sure to book these things well in advance 
and at a trustworthy place that is not going to cancel at the last second. Airbnb apologized a thousand times. It was still extremely inconvenient. Yeah, because they did to you like what, three times in a row? Three or four times within a span of six to eight months. And well, that was guessing... and that was not canceling and going, we'll find you a place. That was canceling and them going, have fun. Uh, what, what's VPL mean? I don't know, but uh, Geeks and Cope after party for Fan Expo? Uh, yeah, in Michael's maybe. room. There you go. There you go. <laughs> in Michael's room, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm getting- My, Michael, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that to poor Michael. That would be... No, but last year we did a bit of a get-together at the uh, Intercontinental, um, like right at the con. It's attached to a hotel, so at the, not, not last year, sorry, at Comic-Con. We did a little bit of a get-together at the Intercontinental after the show, so that was fun. Natasha beat me to it. I was going to say, I'm assuming researching um, transport is just as important as hotelery. Mm. Um, I myself have been lucky that I just I I can just drive and kind of park nearby and walk in. So I, I don't have as much experience about this. But I know that in Calgary, one uh, in the middle of the expo, there's a parade that happens. And so you have to get from one end of, of downtown essentially to the other. And so getting onto the subway and there are people like I just like trying to duck and go, can I, can I get in one shoulder and then like sneak it? Cause their costumes were so big. It's definitely something to consider and to really look into if you've got a more bulkier costume. Mm-hmm. Tony. Yes. Yes. The geeks and co will have a booth. Yeah, we're going to be there at London for both days this year. So we will be at London comic-con. I think that's September 17th and 18th. I want to say or 18th and 19th, somewhere around Ooh, there. Anyways. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So Good we will be there for that. Kind, so Good kind of a funny story to go off. Noah, when I first started going, it was three guys going and we got a hotel probably an hour away walk wise and we would walk it every day and it was great because we're guys and we could do stuff as soon as the girlfriends now wives came they're like no 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 no, closer because we're not walking in boots and heels <laughs> so suddenly we were right across the street at the royal york the next year don't know why i'll tell you what last <laughs> year i got a fantastic deal through i think it was like priceline or something i was like that at the double tree which was ended up being about a 20 or 25 minute walk away but it was like I'm not joking. It was like a third of the price that I was going to pay for one closer. And then I was like, wait a minute. I can Uber to the con for $8. Why don't I just do that? So it it ended up costing me maybe an extra 20 bucks a day, which was nothing compared to what I would have paid if I'd have been staying anywhere closer to the con. So Mm -hmm, Uber mm -hmm. can be your friend, guys, as far as or Lyft or whatever it is that you're using. Cheaper than a cab. A little more reliable than the public transport. And yeah, every experience I Especially had in, in Toronto, Toronto was fantastic. Like Toronto traffic sucks and it's not always like like a five minute drive will sometimes take you 50 minute drive, but the price is the same. It's it is what it is. You already know what it is beforehand. So I did that last year from the double tree and it was fantastic. Would a ten out of ten would recommend to show up in a cosplay and what the Uber driver is going to think? That's what I'm saying. Now <laughs> oh again, I know there are certain like when I first started doing the comedian, the, my comedian armor is made out of uh, it's warbler that's that's over top of foam, so it's like uh, it's very very rigid. And I remember yeah. a friend of mine offered me a ride. I think it was at the Delta at the time, and they were like, "Yeah, just get my car and ride." She had a small car. You think I get in that fucking car? I could. There's. <laughs> I tried every which way, but because it's so rigid and because it's like from my neck, and I, I physically couldn't get into the car. So I understand it's not always an option as far as being able to get your costume physically into a car while you're wearing it. And if you're like me, you're an idiot. You dress and then go to the con because I don't know because you're stupid. So I partially dress. No, it's definitely especially with the Batman suit. You can kind of put the unitard on. And then just like in the raccoon eyes, and that way you're not doing your makeup 
like in the rear view yeah. mirror of your car. Yeah, yeah uh, it's exactly. definitely something to consider for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I almost yeah. always dress before I go. It's it's just it's more convenient that way for me. And then trying to like squeeze into a bathroom at the con and and try to do it in there. That's that's such a pain in the ass. Me and Rob one year took the go train from Oshawa in, to Toronto in, in costume, right? In costume. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, and and back. Yeah uh after the con so that was uh quite something uh well, and we came back actually there was out. a ball game that day as well so as we're heading back on the train it's full of people coming from the ball game so it's massive party of drunk people on the go train Hell yeah. listen it's it's uh quite the experience going out in public in a costume when people aren't expecting it it's some you it's know? honestly my favorite experience as a cosplayer is going out for a photo shoot in a very public place and going like how many people get home and go you're not going to believe what i saw today <laughs> like nearly crashed the car because <laughs> green goblin was at the you know especially the, uh, if you uh, get to a building. point where you get to start doing actual public events where you actually start to mm. like i've i've done baseball games i've done parties i did rock the park i've done con like i've done stuff where they brought me out specifically in costume and yeah it's yep. wild the the difference in interactions with people because when they're going to a con they're expecting to see people dressed up but when you go to an event where you don't know that anybody's gonna be there dressed up and then like i did rock the park they hired me to come out as negan because they were doing some big tv thing they wanted to, me to help promote or whatever and yeah i saw the saturday that thing had that event had fifteen thousand people at it and nearly every single one of them had to walk by me to get to the thing so myself and this other cosplayer were, were comparing notes as to how many times we'd had our picture taken it was over a thousand by the time we were done for the weekend because no one thought they were going to see us. Like they were just like, well, what the fuck is going on over here? And they had to come over and find out very different experience than when you're at a con, especially now, have you guys noticed as you're going to cons now, especially cons recently that the ratio of normies to cosplayers is shrinking to the point it is. where almost, it seems like almost everybody's in costume now. It is a lot more people seem to be cosplaying than before, even if they're just more simpler cosplay. And I think that maybe has to do also with the fact that we're seeing a lot more anime cosplay at yes, Comic-Con yeah. and Fan Expo. Mm -hmm. As anime is becoming bigger and bigger for them, I think it's opening the door for more people to cosplay at these cons. Um, and there's more avenues to get cosplays too, right? Like gonna, yeah, There are so many the... resellers, so many different ways for you to get your hands on costumes now. It's It's, yeah. it's never been easier to get into cosplay than it is right now. There are so many morph suit cosplays now, so people don't have to invest. They don't have to build mm -hmm. layers, right? How many spider, especially with like across and into the Spider Verse, now you just have like just how many spider suits are going to be out there now, right? Which is fantastic. But I, I totally agree with you. It's usually like families and vendors that I'm finding are not in cosplay, and even then, their kids are. <laughs> Yeah, they're wearing their Halloween costumes. <laughs> mom and dad aren't always. Wearing, yeah, yes. whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely seems like the ratio is shrinking. There's not as many normies coming out anymore. So now it's just an old hat. Like, yeah, we're all in costumes. We're all, we're all just there yeah. to have a good time and 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 be cool. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give you my sort of last tip, probably before we start to wrap up on this. And I've been preaching this since I got started in cosplay, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna get back up on the soapbox now. Cosplay is for everyone. Mm -hmm. We're not there to judge each other. We're not there. If you get into a competition and you are competing in an actual competition, you've decided that you're okay to be judged on your work by other people, by your peers. That's fine. I get that. But when we're out there, we're not judging each other. We're not competing with each other. There's none of this. You can't sit with us bullshit. We're not like you're not at our level. 
don't be shaming cosplayers for like that's not accurate use the wrong material that costume doesn't suit you you don't look right in that talk about somebody's weight talk about somebody's size or height talk about their ethnicity talk about whatever stop it none of that is necessary you're ruining everybody's good time when you're doing that we're not there to compete you, me, JS, Noah, Michael, everybody in this chat, everybody that puts on a costume, we're all the same. We're all what there are we there for? to have fun and have yes. a good time. We're all just nerds that like to dress up and geeks that like to dress up and play pretend. None of us are any better than the other. So stop all your elitist bullshit click nonsense that you guys get into. I don't mean you guys specifically. I'm not talking about the guys in the chat. I'm just the royal you guys. It's damaging to the community. There's no barrier to entry. All you got to do is put on a costume and you get to go to a con and be a cosplayer. The only way this whole thing works is if we're all just, just be kind, man. That's all I'm asking you to do. We're all doing the same thing. I just want to grab some people and shake them. Like, what are you doing? You're making it terrible for everybody that's, and especially for new people. There's, there's people joining this hobby every single day now and as a new person it can be super intimidating because you're seeing all these different cosplayers and you're seeing people with all these huge elaborate builds and people that have spent thousands of dollars or thousands of others and you spent 60 bucks on a wish.com costume and you feel intimidated and less than and scared and whatever no enough of that you come to the geeks and cold booth we will welcome you we don't care be kind please if you forget everything else you heard today be kind to each other you assholes it's the only way we all get there together. Sorry. I, I knew I was going to go off on a rant at some point, and I waited to the end because I knew it would be a whole thing. God that was damn it. One of, so bad. That was one of Wayne's uh, tips earlier. Make sure you have fun. Yeah. We're there to have fun, guys. Yeah. Conventions are supposed to be a good time. If you're not having a good time, you're doing it wrong. I mean, it's yep. that simple, right? Um, and, and if you're not having a good time and you don't want to go to cons or you don't want to dress up or you don't feel comfortable in cosplay or whatever the case is, that's completely fine. And, and to make you guys feel even better, if you Hold are on. one Jamie, of those... Jamie, oh. Jamie, you are the exception. I'm so sorry. I can't. <laughs> but you know, Jamie is saying, yeah, G off. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah. She's not kind to me. She gets what she gives. That's that's on her. Sorry, if, Michael. If, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. If you are one of those people who has dealt with a jerk. We and all I'll, have. And, but that's the thing. Us. You are even more accepted because we've all dealt with it. I've dealt with it. He's dealt with it. He's dealt with it. He's dealt with it. He's dealt with it. We've all dealt with it. So that makes you even more included in the group because we can all sit back and go, we all have that one. Yeah. Yeah, we sure do. And I wish I just, it was getting better and it and it just isn't. So we just got to keep will. preaching. Yeah. Well, we got to keep putting the and, word out. We, we got to yeah. keep putting out the positivity, right? So yeah. And just a message Dude. to the people who are who are the jerks. We all see you. Like <laughs> if you think that you're being yeah. a jerk to the one cosplayer in the corner, there's 50 other ones behind you going, Oh, not you. We found, we found one. Like, <laughs> right? I, 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 it always makes me think of uh, revenge of the nerds, which I'm dating myself a little bit with that movie. But at the end, when one of the key nerds is giving his speech, he's just remember to the beautiful people out there. There's a lot more of us than there are of you. So to you elitist <laughs> jerks out there, there's a lot more of us than there are of you. So just remember that when you're climbing up on your high horse and shitting at other people for what they're doing. Yeah, we, we, we see you. Like Noah said, man, we see you, and, and we don't want anything to do with you when you get to that point. So mm -hmm. come to the cool kid side. We got cookies. It's nice. It's fun. When someone's a jerk, it's like that meme of the, the head smacking. It's like yeah. everyone's heads. Yeah. Awful. 
awful. Uh, we should we've been on for an hour twenty. We should probably start wrapping this guy up a little bit. Do you guys, especially <laughs> Noah and Michael, do you guys have some closing thoughts? You, I just gave mine. Obviously, do you have some closing thoughts you want to leave us with on your our our main survival tips here for? If you don't, that's okay. But but if you can, leave us with a thought. I think for me, uh, I think one of the things I did want to talk about, and I'll just do it really, really quick, is maneuverability and flexibility. Um, you have no idea the power of sitting down after oh. two hours, especially <laughs> if you haven't cosplayed before. Um, if you need to alter a, a costume uh, that looks a certain way, um, the first thought I came about was uh, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Alonzo, I think is the character. Um, if you build him exactly how he is in the anime, you can't sit uh, without wrecking your costume. Just just build a separate piece or something or a joint so that you can sit. Um, or build your uh, your your version of a of a cosplay. For me, Batman and Green Goblin, the ability to bend at the waist and then like do an ab crunch. Building that into the costume is just is critical because I know sitting down is going to be phenomenal. So I I highly recommend that. And then also think about if you. Um, so tickets or badges, sometimes cons will have a badge, like a, like a lanyard. Sometimes they'll have, um, like little, like uh, medical tags, like, you know, those ones that are impossible Wrist to rip bands. off without blades. Yeah. Um, I've definitely come to go, okay, building a piece of the costume or a place in the costume where I can put that so that you're not scrambling, uh, and going, well, now I have to put it around my neck. And now there's this thing that's poking me in the neck all day. Um, just keep that in mind because that is at almost every single con uh, I've been to has had some sort of um, signifier that you have paid your your money for the ticket. So just keep that in mind when you're when you're thinking about your cosplay or building it or ordering it, um, where to put that so that you're not fumbling and causing the line to back up. It's the worst when you've got someone like a like a um, I've I've had a. Um, star lord and he just didn't know where to put it because he didn't want to put it on his gun he didn't want to put it on his jacket he didn't want to put it on his headphones and like the lion's building dude just put it on somewhere <laughs> mm -hmm. it's fine it looks silly it's neon green we all don't care just think about it ahead of time michael mine would be what if you're building a costume or even if you're buying a costume walk around with it before you get to a con Yes, yes, yes. If yes. if very, you're very wise, if you have the I I don't say guts because I do it all the time. Go for a walk around the block of your home, and actually walk in it and see how it feels. Because the last thing you want to do is go. This cosplay looks great, and then you get to the con and you go, I gotta walk in this for six to eight hours. Even getting it on and off, like you even, gotta be yeah. sure you can even yeah. get in and out of it on your own. Yeah. Like like Doc Ock, I I can't a I can't walk around in it really. No. And I can't put it on and on on my own, on and off on my own. And it, it's so problematic. It was a silly idea to begin with. It looks amazing. It looks dope yeah. as shit. <laughs> but it's the dumbest cosplay I've ever built, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I know I'm going to have to do a walkthrough for Dash Rendar, mm -hmm. which I didn't think, oh, I knew I would have to, but specifically, I dyed the boots. And I didn't realize when I dyed the boots, it broke a lot of the inside. So the boots are all weird feeling now. So I know Ooh. I'm going to have to go for a walk and see how it feels and yeah. had add support or do something with it. So definitely go for a walk in your costume. Even if it's just your backyard, do a couple laps and just see how it feels. Do a couple movement stretches. I did that with my new Spider-Man suit. I threw the suit on and I'm like, okay, let's do some stretches movement. Cause the last thing you want to do is stretch your arm out for a web swip and rip. So. And maybe going through the poses, practicing the yeah. poses you can do um, would also be one of those things and realize, yeah, I can't do 
wings out or arms out in a con just okay so what's the alternative <laughs> my poses are my back hurts my head hurts <laughs> my knee hurts my everything hurts i'm old people were asking about the bob Iger thing and we forgot to bring it up at the beginning of the of the, of the thing guys i do apologize super super quickly bob, bob Iger is the head of uh, uh the head of disney he had mentioned that the dilution of the product had happened so especially with marvel and star wars too much came out too quickly they focused on quantity and not quality so the product suffered all of that makes absolute sense. So they're going to pull back on Star Wars and Marvel, release less, but work on the quality. He also then started, he took a, a jab at the actors and the writers, uh, the writers that are already on strike and the actors that are about to saying that they are asking for too much. They're asking for just an unreasonable amount of money to get paid for what they're doing while he sits back as the CEO of a company makes 25 million a year with bonuses, by the way, too, guys. So it came across super shitty and nearsighted and just not seeing the forest for the trees so if you have a chance to go check out that bob Iger interview i'd suggest you go look it up because it's just someone that's completely oblivious to what the situation actually is trying to speak on it and it was just dumb uh i'm also going to just remind everybody too because we also didn't do this top of the podcast please 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 if you're watching this and you have not subscribed to the channel please do so we are very very close to our goal we need some more hours watched before we can monetize this uh, we're very, very close. So if you can throw a subscribe on there, uh, hit the notification bell so you know when we're posting and watch the videos. It's not just the podcast. We've got build videos. We've got geek rants. We've got the after show. We've got reactions. We've got all kinds of stuff on the channel. There's dozens of videos for you guys to watch. Check out the content. Uh, but most importantly, please, please, please throw us that subscribe. It really helps us out. JS. A like also helps out a lot. You know, if you click a like yes, on this it video, it really helps. A like and a comment is also verse. good. Yep, yep. If you're also listening to us on one of your favorite podcast platforms, give us a follow. You know, a if subscribe you don't have a specific, over there is good. Yeah, yeah for sure. If you don't have a specific platform you like, we are on Spotify. We're also on Podbean. Uh, Geekboutique.podbean.com is our official site and our official provider. Go check us out and give us a follow. Uh, Jeff, any final thoughts from you? No, I think I, I think my I think my whole be kind you assholes rant was was pretty good for me. That was I want to make sure I got that in there. That's I'm, I'm good. What about you, JS? Every one of you brought it today, guys. Like we cannot thank you enough, Noah and Michael, for coming on and, and giving us your own personal experiences and and tips and tricks on on navigating your way through a convention. Because uh, yeah, it, sometimes you just got blinders on shit, and some guy can just say one thing. You're like, oh my god, that makes perfect sense. And yeah, so you guys murdered it tonight js is there a final thought that you got that you want yeah, to leave i think with? um you know there's a lot to discuss when it's, it comes to talking about cosplaying at cons and i think maybe this is a conversation that we're going to keep having i don't think this is the last time we talk about you know you know what to do and what to look out for and what not to do and you know i, I think talking about cosplaying at cons specifically is is a theme that is going to come back so keep an eye out folks we're going to talk about more of it i think that is going to be it for this week everybody Thanks again to these gents for checking, uh, not checking us oh, out, but hanging it. out. Well done, well done. Uh, I'm sure though they will be back. Check out Monday night. I can't get the Monday night. <laughs> there you go. Monday night nerd. There you go. Every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Check out this guy at the freakish workshop on Instagram. Did I imagine thing or did you also start a YouTube channel? Uh, so I have a YouTube channel. It's all tutorials at the moment for my mm -hmm. Etsy, um, which has a bunch of just basic patterns, some more complicated ones. For example, this guy. Oh, I always get this. 
That What's one. your Etsy shop? Is it the Freakish Predator. Workshop? I, I'm pretty sure it's Freakish Workshop or the Freakish Workshop. It's the same logo, the, the black skull. There you um, go. So yeah, definitely check that out. Perfect. Um, and the YouTube, I do have um, something cooking that's not template related for YouTube. So definitely keep your eye on my YouTube channel. And uh, them, them photos. And them photos. And them photos. Yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing those. Ah, uh, yeah. Masaka cosplay everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys, just uh, uh, real quick, just wanted to plug uh, where my suit up for Jack shirt. So we just had our big meetup on uh, July 4th. Uh, we probably had uh, two or three times as many people out there. Um, we're just promoting, go and give blood. We're all dressing up as heroes most of the time. Heroes save lives. So does giving blood. You, you were legitimately saving people's lives every single day. Uh, I think, guys, you can get out there every two months to donate blood. Especially if you're like me, you're O negative. I'm a universal donor. Anybody can take my blood, and it's also rare. So if you're like me and you're an O neg, get on down to your local. And if you don't have a costume you can put on, you don't have to put on a costume. Maybe you just have a superhero T-shirt or something. Throw that on. Give blood. Put the hashtag and suit up for Jack. Raise awareness. That's what we're trying to do. Guess me in a Funny, few weeks if you want, says Christina. Yes, absolutely. Give please. blood. I actually called me while we were doing this podcast. Funny, right? Enough. It is in you to give. You get snacks, man. It's a win-win, right? They give you free snacks. You can have yeah. snacks before and snacks after. In fact, they won't yeah. let you leave until you eat some snacks. So recommend that for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. one last little thing. Uh, is it next week? We're off next week. Correct. So there is no podcast next week, folks. Correct. In two weeks, <laughs> there's going to be a uh, special podcast. Jeff is going to be uh, hosting. I might try to join in. I'll be in Quebec. Uh, I might try to join in. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to be specifically talking about just yet. But then we're going to take another week break. And then it's our 100th episode. Bow, so bow, folks, bow. make sure you check that out. Our 100th episode of the Geek Booty Podcast already. Hard to believe we're already at 100. Crazy. But Crazy. it is coming up in a few weeks. So make sure you check that out. Christina, yes, we will have you on for sure. Absolutely. Of course, we will. we'll have you on. Yep. Um, I think that's it. Thanks for watching, everybody. Make sure you stay Ooh. geeky. We'll see you, not next week, but in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything. It's a nice stinger. <laughs>